colorful aliens, intergalactic spaceships, an epic romance, and musical numbers? This week we go back to 1988, and between the original Star Wars movies and the prequels, to the cult classic, Earth Girls Girls Are Are Easy. How Star Wars is it? Well, hello there, Mike. Hi, Josiah. And hello to all the sweeties and listeners out there. Yes. Welcome to the show. This is the podcast. It's our podcast, and it's called How Star Wars Is It? Mm -hmm. And it is the podcast as in the only podcast. It's the only one. Uh, So in your podcatcher right now, you're seeing one show, and it's our show, and it's the latest episode. And what is this show? It's called How Star Wars Is It? And what do we do, Mike? Well, we write and review things, books, movies, TV shows, food, concepts, holidays, whatever Uh it may be. But we're not talking about the thing uh, from a quality standpoint. We're talking about its qualities, but Mm -hmm. not its quality. Right. We are talking about how Star Wars it is. So, okay, picture this. Yeah, sure. I'm uh, there. There's all these Star Wars movies. There's Star Wars toys and books and comics and all sorts of Star Wars shit. You take all of that and you throw it into a big pot. You got the pot on the front burner, the front mm-hmm. left burner. That's the one I use every morning. Love that. And uh, when I make my chili in the mornings. And, and you, you throw <laughs> Oh, wait, is that, where we're, is that where we're making? We're making chili? Oh, yeah, yeah. You throw all those Star Wars things into that pot on the front burner and you make a big chili. That is a Star Wars chili. That is a 10 out of 10. It is everything Star Wars. So, of course... How Star Wars is it? It's a 10. And we are comparing everything to that chili, that breakfast chili. (laughs) And so uh, this week we have uh, a special guest, um, and we are reviewing a movie at her request, which I think, uh, but but I think I found out that she had actually never seen it. I'm very excited to discuss this. But, um, Mike, where where might we yes. know our guest from? Yeah, you may know her from the podcast Adam Sandler, Please Stop, or her new podcast, I Love Trash. You may also know her as one half of Mike and Marie Love Christmas, the live Christmas sketch show. Uh, please welcome to the stage, Marie Maloney. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Thank so you excited to you. <laughs> so, Marie, um, you, we wanted to have you on the show, and uh, Mike said, oh, Marie wants to do Earth Girls Are Easy. And so, m- me in my mind, I'm thinking, she must love this flick, must have a long history with it. <laughs> but then I'm- And I will <laughs> admit, I thought the same. <laughs> and so, I texted Mike while watching- a couple of things, just a couple of surprising things, because I, like, you know, I think we all had the same- realization that oh this is a musical kind of there's songs in it so you actually hadn't seen this before did we all watch it for the first time yeah i watched it for the first time uh and i guess i kind of (laughs) i guess so i chose this because it's kind of employing the logic of like star wars with um my own new podcast i love trash where i knew Mm. this movie was gonna be a piece of trash um i didn't know how (laughs) Or in what way. Um, But I knew it was like a weird cult classic. Um, 
I knew that Jeff Goldblum played a sexy alien. And I was like, yeah. I I gotta know more. So all, yeah. all of that combined into my own breakfast chili. And that's why <laughs> I <laughs> suggested that yeah. we watch this for the pod. I alien am sci-fi so, trash. I am so glad you did. Because I watched this with, with my girlfriend, Charlie, and her roommate who had seen it. And... It was just a real trip. This movie so, is bonkers. Yeah, so I, right wish, bat, I wish I was high. <laughs> yeah. Same, honestly. Right now it. or while watching the movie? Because well, I'll, I'll yeah, both. It. But um, mainly <laughs> watching the movie because, I mean, literally out of this world. Out of this world. Out of this world. <laughs> out, of this world. <laughs> out of this world premise. Out of this world sights, sounds, spooks, yeah. scares. Feelings. The like. Yes. <laughs> so, so okay, Josiah, something you said right off the bat uh, is you texted me. I think you were the third of the three of us to watch it because I yes, watched correct. it a couple weeks ago. And then I got a text from Marie at some point. And, and <laughs> by the way, it's- I watched one, it two... exactly one week ago. Oh, okay. I watched it like two days ago. So I'm coming so in pretty fresh. The, the fourth note I took, and it's because it takes a good 15, 20 minutes for it to happen, was, wait, this is a musical? And yeah. then Marie <laughs> texted me a couple days later. It was like, watching Earth Girls Are Easy. And then another one that was like, wait, is this a musical? <laughs> and then Josiah sent me the exact same text. <laughs> so the problem yeah. with that is we, we all were caught off guard because the first musical number is something like 20 minutes in <laughs> yeah oh yeah well, so did you oh, guys yeah. do any research about this a, not like, a bit before not watching? a lick not a let, lick let me, before i started can i can i tell you guys something this is okay so i watched it with my girlfriend charlie and charlie knew the song earth girls are easy which we assumed was <laughs> when I when I googled the movie, it said it is based on the song, but of the yes. same name by Julie yes. Brown. <laughs> yes, we we assumed we what? assumed that the song was <laughs> yes, we assumed the song was from the movie. No, 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 the movie is based on the song. Yeah, and Charlie had a cassette tape of Julie Brown when she was a kid, and so she listened to Earth Girls Are Easy. She knew the song. She listened to all her songs. She knew, like, all the songs in the movie because they're all Julie Brown songs. Right. Because she was sort of a... The way that Charlie described it was sort of like a like a, like a, a, a woman version of Weird Al, but yeah, she didn't like do parodies. Yeah, novelty comedy yeah. song. Comedy yeah. songs. Is but she she's the best like, friend? She's yeah. The, yeah, she's the best friend hair okay. or nail stylist lady who, and yes. who like sings the blonde song. And oh, at the, the salon called Curl Up and Die? Yeah, which is so good. <laughs> yeah, she's Candy. Candy is her name. Yeah, Candy. So yeah, she was like a... This movie was introducing Julie Brown, but she she had like sort of a... Uh, already had a music career of, of creating pop, like comedy songs, and so yeah, this movie was literally based on her song "Earth Girls Are Easy," which, if you go and listen to it, it is essentially the plot of this movie, yeah. and it's wild that which, someone you can base a whole movie on a thin premise like something like say Rogue One or all of the prequels. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. So that's pretty Star Wars right out the gate. Um, also, something we say a lot. Star Wars has bops, and I gotta say, some of these songs are 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 their bops. Oh, the songs are like completely fuego. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think this is very Star Wars from the jump. Yeah, like from the moment you see the first special effect, you're like, oh, that's that's a bad spaceship. Yeah, yeah. 
That's a bad computer station. It is. <laughs> this also- it is really Bananagrams that this came out in 1988, which is five years after the latest Star Wars movie at that point. So, like, yeah. you could make a movie with decent special effects. But yes. they're like, no. <laughs> no. I think it's because they were trying to do computer effects, whereas right. in like most of Star Wars was like, let's try to trick the camera. Yeah. The yeah, first yeah. thing, but my first note I wrote down yeah. was that this is the Grinch. And the Grinch, <laughs> I think I think Jim Carrey's The Grinch copied yes. Jim Carrey's Earth Girls wow. Are Easy. <laughs> yes. Holy yes. shit. Yes, because. Because even his, the aliens look like the Grinch. His alien is super unhinged. And Absolute. As someone Jim who, is doing too much in this as, movie. I mean, I hadn't seen The Grinch in a long time, and I watched it this past holiday season because <laughs> what else do we yeah. have to do? Um, <laughs> sure. And I was so shaken. I was, <laughs> I was like, this is inappropriate. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's unhinged. It's not okay. <laughs> No, it's absolutely yeah. disturbing, and it's one of my favorites. I, I watched um, it so he, much. And Damon Wayans were basically no ones at no. this point in time, and yes. then just a couple years later, they were on In Living Color. But like, that's okay. That's what kept freaking me out about this movie because everyone in this movie is like <laughs> right. the biggest star in the world. Yes, <laughs> like I know but, but, that was one of my first notes. Was how are all these famous people in this movie? <laughs> yeah, like I, I was like, oh, I wonder if this is after In Living Color. And I looked it up. And it was like, nope, this is literally Jim before. Carrey and Damon Wayans before Living Color. Yeah, they it's, plucked up these young stand-up guys. Like, and and it's Gina. Although this is Gina Davis's heyday, because I was just talking to Mike. She right. had just in the same year that she made this movie, she won her first Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. Holy and, shit. She's also in this movie and Beetlejuice. All that was like within a year of each other. And then Jeff Goldblum had just come off of The Fly, which was like his sort of breakout performance. So she, him and Gina Davis were like up and coming stars in their own right a little bit. But but they also weren't the biggest names like they weren't, you know, the biggest bankable movie stars. And also, I, I, what is what is I mean, I understand that <laughs> Jeff Goldblum is good looking, but the uh-huh. fact that he is sort of in this movie treated as a sex symbol and even in like Jurassic Park when he's like laying down his guy. Uh-huh. what was going on from like 85 to 95 where people were like yeah this is the hottest guy we could find <laughs> like I don't want to say he's not attractive because he is but like he I think is, David Wayne's like a... in this movie is more attractive than Jeff Goldblum it's like an attainable attractiveness right <laughs> sure uh-huh. like he's a sure. hot tan Jewish guy yeah. and yeah. he's got some muscles. You know? Yeah, he's his, got some. His back looks great. He's got some muscles, but it's not like super muscly. He's not like Arnold. Yeah. at this time. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Um, he's also like he's also like a little kind of dark and angular while also being kind of puppy dogish. Like he's mm. he's got yeah. a little bit of bad boy and a little. He's 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 basically every member of one boy band. Yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. got all of those qualities. You know, he's musical. He looks like he's a bad boy, but he also looks like he's a sweet boy. In fact, I will quote directly Caitlin while we watch this movie. At one point, it cut to him. It might have been when he was playing piano or some other shot where it just lingered on him for oh, a that second. Was and hot. she said, Yeah, that was I, a hot one. I can't even look at him. He's so handsome. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Well, may- maybe it's just me then, because I do think he's attractive, but it is interesting to me that this movie and, and in general, 
this era where like look at this sex god yeah, yeah. <laughs> i just love that so much oh okay so here's like- a question gang oh, they oh. <laughs> they crash land on earth in gina davis's pool yeah their spaceship fits in the pool yes. and on the inside of the spaceship it's quite big mm-hmm. are they really teeny tiny well like the like the monsters from uh no. space jam <laughs> they're um they're using some Harry Potter tent uh, technology. Yeah. They're using some TARDIS. <laughs> I they're, they're, I and, think, or some Doctor I think Who TARDIS shit. they're small, shit. and then no. they make themselves bigger when they exit the ship. Well, Mike, well, Mike to, to that focusing, point... You're focusing on their size, and you're not focusing on the space-long diapers they're wearing? Yeah. <laughs> that they also... That's my note. Oh, they're like cod pieces that hold their yeah. fur suit together? <laughs> Yeah, the space thong diaper. (laughs) To that point, is Gina Davis, they have to shrink. Like, they get bigger to come out, and they shrink her to go in. So, like, is Gina Davis actually small because she can be shrunk down to go in there? No, she's big. She's normal size. I think they figured out a really efficient way to build transportation smaller than it needs to be by then shrinking the inhabitants. Like, could you imagine, like, the L train here in Chicago is just, like, a little, like... A little paper airplane that it fits all those people onto. Yes, I would love that. No, it'd be like the size of a bumper car. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. we're all just a like a little smaller. Yeah, just a regular. It's it's the size of a sedan. It's yeah, still yeah, big, right. but it's not that big. Also, so so there there is a makeover scene where Candy Julie Brown like shaves. We don't see them being shaved. But it raced, right. so they start out like furry Grinch-looking guys. Yeah, and uh, yes. so, sorry, just backing up. For listeners who haven't seen this movie, you should watch it. It is it is sort of apeshit crazy, but, like, the, the three aliens are furry, and they don't speak English, and they don't speak English for a long time. For yeah. a long oh, and, time. And you yeah. may have surmised it, but the three aliens are Jeff Goldblum, Jim Carrey, and Damon Wayans. Yeah. In fursuits. And then... They're fur, and then they get makeovers, and there's just human people underneath the fur. Which, when I was watching, I was like, "Is that like, like that was part of them?" Right. And their faces look different. Right. It'd be like if we went to a planet and they peeled off our skin, or like if you shaved Chewbacca and it was just Peter Mayhew. Right. Right. It'd be like if we went to another planet and they all looked like skeletons and they were like, oh, you look disgusting. Here, let's let's give you a makeover. And then there were skeletons. in. Yeah. They're (laughs) like, let's just peel off this skin and muscle. And there you go. Now you look look normal. (laughs) I couldn't stop thinking about that. Also, just one more upsetting thing while we're talking about their appearance. Charlie was far too attracted to blonde Jim Carrey, to young blonde Jim Carrey. He was cute. And it was very upsetting to me because I was like, this is entirely unattainable for me. I'll never be able to to match that. They're all hot in different ways. Totally. All the oh, the dance-off? Once shaved, are hot. When Damon Wayans does the dance-off yeah. in the club. I feel like you're like... jumping way ahead, though. We've got a cuticle. I am, I am. You're right, you're right. We've got a cuticle <laughs> convention to talk about. That's right. We've got oh to talk gosh. about the interior of the nail salon. Yes. So, okay, the interior. We gotta of the talk salon. about the gym that we gotta, <laughs> Yeah, the v- the very the first, erotic gym that he's in. It's very sexual. The first ever musical number is in the interior of the nail salon. Curl up and yes. die. And like we said, it is something like fifteen twenty minutes into the movie, which is very bizarre. It's also the sort of like 
walking on sunshine makeover montage of yes. Gina Davis's yeah. character and yes. like we've only really just gotten to know her and like they're already like usually the makeover uh, scene uh, is like you maybe like four or five scenes in <laughs> yeah or at the very end wait guys right. guys guys <laughs> okay so so just this is the premise of the movie essentially Gina Davis is engaged yeah, to be married out. her doctor fiance is stepping out on her she's trying to like but she doesn't know it yet. So she's like, oh, what should I do? She gets a makeover. She then finds out that he is cheating on her, kicks him out. A bunch of aliens land in her swimming pool. She has to deal with their shenanigans for like a day before they can go home. That's essentially the movie. But well, when she buys goes in that, it's like, oh, you're aliens. And yeah. I have to teach you how to like be like a person. Like, yeah, like she's very OK. <laughs> with parts that. of this movie move at like a breakneck pace. And then other in terms parts of like logic jumps. And then other parts are just like a slog. Yes. yes. I, 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 um, real quick, but before we before we leave the makeover, I have to talk about when, when Candy's like, well, what if we make you look like this? And she points to the computer and it's just a picture of exactly what Gina Davis looks like in that moment in the same outfit but pixelated and they're like we could give you and then she microsoft paints well, yeah, like, paint. like blue eyes on her <laughs> and blonde hair so good <laughs> it's incredible so, sorry marie what were you gonna say i just had to mention that before before we um, left the makeover scene so the interior of this nail salon is like a dz discovery zone <laughs> <laughs> But with, yes. <laughs> but with uh, makeover and nail accoutrement everywhere. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's, it's like a 1960s James Bond villain lair, but for yeah. nails. Like, yeah, it's incredible. Uh, production colors, design to the nth degree. Yeah. It's like an all the black and white set. tiles. <laughs> yeah, black and white tiles on the ground. Like, oh, it's so much. And also, I just have to give you these notes I have in order oh, uh, and then we could talk about it. So I have makeover machine and then I have a makeover, <laughs> which I believe is quoting the song. And then my next uh -huh. note is nipples. Yes. Correct. <laughs> you can see, you can I see wish Gina I Davis's. Yeah. Oh yes. That's what it is. You can see her nipples. through. <laughs> I was going to, I was, I, 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 I mentioned to Mike earlier, like Gina Davis's naked bodies in this movie, but it's not, but it essentially is. Because there is a long period of the movie which she is in a swimsuit. Not a long, but there's a whole scene oh, when the yes. first first meets the aliens. And you can essentially see her entire body because the swimsuit yeah. is not very big and it's also wet. And it's kind of crazy that it's just all it's just also, there on screen. This is a PG movie after <laughs> PG thirteen had been invented. <laughs> this should not have been PG. This was upsetting. Yeah. When Jim Carrey's long tongue goes out, and then all the girls are oh. like, "I'm go he's coming home oh with me." Oh my god! Yeah, that's right. They're oh all horny for the god. guy with the inhuman tongue. <laughs> <laughs> like, so what upsetting. did you? If if you were like the third lady in that, like, so the one woman's like, "He's going home with me," and then the next one's like, "No, he's going home with me." If you were the third one in line, wouldn't you go, "Yeah, no, one of you two, that's fine." <laughs> yeah. This guy's I guess obviously it's long not enough. It was long enough to like get all of them, you know. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you just, like, like a shish kebab. Yeah, now, here, you could okay. just like unfurl it like a cartoon, and it could like snake around. Yeah. Here's and guys, I don't want to get too blue, but like there are. Oh, what like um the Jeff Goldblum alien? <laughs> yes, exactly. There are there are there are ways in which you know adult human beings can interact, in which a long tongue would be pleasing and fun. 
Right. right, like if a they're very... all walking across the street and they all have to hold on to it so no yes. one gets separated yes, from the group. Exactly. <laughs> but but we see Candy, the character Candy, make out with long tongue Jim Carrey, and it's the making out that does it for her, where she goes like, "I want to have his babies," and like that's that to me would be the only part of the sexual experience where an incredibly long tongue would I'd be like, "Stop, stop, <laughs> yeah, like don't put it. I don't want like." That's the only situation in which it would not be fun. And it like sealed the deal for her where she was like, this guy, this guy. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> no, oh, okay. Well, well, you know. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, I mean, I don't know if he was like choking it down her throat, but I think the tongue was long enough where she was like, yo, I know where this can go. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You know? It was it was a preview. <laughs> I of know where to come. I want this thing yeah. to go. It's not here, but I do know where. <laughs> she was like, "Do go in there," you know. <laughs> um. So there's a point where um when Gina Davis's boyfriend uh like he cheats sucks. on her and um he like brings another woman to the house and they break up and she's like really upset it's before the aliens drop into her pool yeah right and um she's kind of like destroying his stuff oh uh my but God. it is in the craziest way <laughs> I it's have like that ever... scene in the room it's a song it's a song <laughs> it's a That's song like the whole song right and she microwaves a football yeah yeah, and yeah. She, she microwaves she, a football. She takes. She does a lot of work. She she has yeah. two skis placed in such a way that she can run a bowling ball down them, and it runs right into their computer, their 1988 yeah. computer. Yes. Also, I couldn't I couldn't figure out if it was actually Gina Davis singing, and all my googling did not give me an answer. So she's I, basically, I, I, she's destroying his stuff by setting up like a bunch of Rube Goldberg machines. Yes. <laughs> Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. Like throughout yeah. the home. And how did she? It's she's like, I want you gone. I hate you, and you're not taking my creativity away from me. I'm a woman in STEM. <laughs> yes, and, and, which which leads me the the Rube Goldberg Rube Goldberg thing kind of sets up like the it has the same vibe as the later stomp number with the aliens where they start doing stomp. Oh my God. Yeah. They like, with they the like sound sample effects. the sounds around them. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, yeah, the aliens can like, can like mimic sounds. And except actually at one point, the Damon Wayans alien, uh, they all come out and they've been like made over into humans basically. And Damon Wayans, uh, like imitates Julie Brown having just shaved him and yes. it's, it's obviously her voice, but he's doing like the lip sync to it. And it's like, oh my God, you're like totally black. Yes. <laughs> which, which, which did get a laugh out of me. It was like pretty unexpected. And like yeah. the, the reason that that's funny, if I may go into it, is that's what Julie Brown said to him. <laughs> also, it's what it's also, I, I made that joke right before he said it with her voice where I was like, yeah, she shaved him and was just like, oh, wow, this one's this, like, there's yeah. a black guy. And then yeah. they said it on the movie and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. We're all on the same page here. Yeah. They're aware that it's silly. Okay, good. Right. <laughs> We're all aware that it's silly. It's a silly movie. It is very silly. I I do sort of like that. So like I, we, we recently watched, we watched that and I'm trying to think of other ones we watched recently. We watched, um, <laughs> we watched Batman and Robin fairly recently, the one with mm, Uma Thurman yeah. and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And like 
I think I need to start watching more campy movies here now in COVID because they hit exactly right. I feel sort of yeah. a little crazy all the time. Yeah. You know, and Absolutely. like that's how all those movies are. In fact, I will become a very, very regular listener of I Love Trash. <laughs> yeah, we got to get you both on as guests. Uh, and we can that. watch some really unhinged stuff together. <laughs> Yes. that's part of the reason mike and i just watched phantom menace again to re- record about it and literally part that of the reason was I the think other we'll, one yeah. yes part of the reason why i enjoyed phantom menace was i was just like this is bonkers like i was just like there's so much bonkers stuff happening yeah and that's why um, this that movie was on is so tnt fun. the other day phantom oh <laughs> uh-huh. i think it may always be on tnt <laughs> oh real, I, I, I think so i didn't have very many notes but they do say she does refer gina davis does refer to the aliens as wookies she says oh, like Wookiees right. or something. So there's this literally a Star Wars so reference. Star Wars. Yeah, this movie is and really Star Wars. Marie, I don't know if you've seen this, but Mike, tell me what you think. This this movie is holiday special, Star Wars holiday special. Oh, all over. the fact that the furry guys speak in an alien language for a good like twenty minutes, and when they start <laughs> watching VR porn. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, in the Marie, very beginning. You gotta see the Star Wars holiday special. Actually, <laughs> you don't. It's no. not even so bad it's good. It's just like a fucking yeah. chore. <laughs> it's not really worth watching. It's an hour of your life that you're like, oh, geez. It's, it's okay. Just... I've, I've watched way worse than <laughs> the holiday Actually, you do have a podcast called I Love Trash. So Yeah, I've watched That's Trash, true. and I've watched every single Adam Sandler movie ever That's made. Right. So. <laughs> That's I am so sorry for your uh, loss. Yeah. Do you remember Jack and Jill? I sure do. Oh, uh, I, I remember <laughs> that it exists, to. but I did not see it. In fact, I just saw The Wedding Singer for the first time. We watched that the same weekend we watched Earth Girls Are Easy. And that movie is like, it's sort of parodying the 80s a lot. You know, like it didn't, yes. it wasn't shot in the 80s, obviously. But this movie has basically the same look, but because it was in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yes, they didn't know how much of a parody they were being. Yeah. Uh, and Wedding Singer, just as a sidebar, is, like, the f- one of the first movies to, like, go back to the 80s. Because at that mm. point, we were only in, like, 99 or 2000. Mm-hmm. So, like, we weren't that far away. Right. Um, like, only just enough time had passed to be, like, remember this? Yeah. It might even be earlier. I think it might be 97 or 98. But, um, but yeah, it's, like, one of the first ones to go back like to that era because uh-huh. we weren't very far removed from there. Right. That right. That was, um, yeah. Char- Charlie loves the eighties. And like, I was just the, this entire movie I was pointing out, I was like, this is what you love. I was like, do you, are you okay with this? This is what you say you love. Do you understand? And and then we of course had the conversation of like, Oh yeah. Like, cause the eighties are in again or whatever. Cause like, you know, stuff is cyclical. Right. Cause there was like, there's like the fifties diner feel of some of the places they go, like the drive in or the stuff they're driving yeah, by and everything. Sure. And, and like I was the like, beach I was, surfers mm-hmm. scenes, like, and I was mm-hmm. like, but now it's, I was like, the thing is now it's the nineties. I was like, I was like, that's, that's where we are right now in the 30 year cultural cycle. Uh, if, if we're going of, if we're going off the back to the future model where it's 30 right. years ago, yeah, right. then, then we're in the nineties now. And I am uh, afraid, I'm afraid of what that's going to bring. And I'm excited. Um, so unrelated to anything that you were just saying, because I'm a blonde, that yeah. Julie Brown number. So apparently that whole song was edited into the movie, like shot for the movie later because they ended up cutting one or two different musical numbers. 
and mm. she had that song, you know, just like uh, probably on the cassette tape that Charlie had. She like, did. It was Charlie knew that. Charlie knew that song. <laughs> yeah, and the then they were like, "Let's shoehorn that in." So, it's so good. It it's is so good. really fun. Really, really fun. It's funny. It's smart, dumb, uh-huh. which I love. Okay. Guys, you know that, or Mike, you know that I'm uh, on TikTok occasionally. So there's this whole new trend where, like, the bimbo is coming back, but it's, like, taking back the word uh, to to be, like, uh, it's sort of a new age feminist version of the bimbo where it's, like, uh, anti-patriarchy, very pro-women, very pro, like, you know, body autonomy, do what you want, etc., and I was like, they need to find, I want them to find this movie because I want them to find Julie Brown because that whole song is this modern take on it where it's just like, I'm pretty and I do whatever I want. So like, have fun. Yeah, she does seem very like, it, this This movie um, could have been made today. Like yeah, a, sure. a different version of it would have been made, but like it, she definitely did. It, it seems like have like a lot of interesting shit to say, and it may have got drowned a little bit in the like kind of weirdness of this movie. Yeah, but, like Marie, she what seems other... like really cool. Like I, I want to know more about Julie Brown now. <laughs> I know I was I was looking her up to see what else she's done, and and she, her big heyday was in the eighties. But Marie, what other right. notes did you have? Because I, I think that some of them were very important so far. Especially um, nipples and stuff like that, you know? So I have a note that I don't understand, and maybe you guys can help me. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Um, I have a note that says, the steering mechanism is a motorcycle. Huh. <laughs> of, of the spaceship, sure. perhaps? The spaceship! Maybe? Yes! Was that's... it like a yoke? Yes! Okay, that's it. Well done, Mike. I couldn't remember it. Um... <laughs> Because uh, I'm an idiot and I blacked out the <laughs> all of last week. Um, <laughs> yes, the spaceship's steering mechanism is a fucking like horse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. Like a chopper, like a yeah. Harley. <laughs> Speaking of spaceship, it is this like is a like, Harley. This is maybe one of the only movies we've done that has had actual science fiction elements in it, including the spaceship. So I'm going to, this is going to get a high score. I'm thinking, Sure. you know, I just wanted to mention that. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's up there with your, your star Wars films. Um, my next note is, um, did you guys recognize the, the pool guy? Oh my Char- God. Charlie did. Guy. Charlie did, but I couldn't, I couldn't figure out who he was, but he's in everything, right? Yeah. He's in like every Christopher guest movie. It's Michael Keaton. Yeah. Michael no. McKean. Oh, I thought yes, you said Michael. He's from Kids in the Hall. I thought you said Michael Keaton for a second, and I was like, "That can't be true." Right? It is Michael Keaton, but not that Michael Keaton. No, yes, Michael yeah. McKeon. McKeon. Yes. McKeon. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I wrote down. I was like he's, Michael he's Keaton. A, he's he's a Nigel Saint Hubbins in This Is Spinal Tap. <laughs> yes, Michael. He's McKean. in all the Thank Christopher Guest movies. Um, and he's for he's, a second I was he's like, so good. <laughs> he's so funny. He's so good, and there's a line. That he says that is so funny to me uh, that I'm going to I'm actually going to use this in my real life. Um, at one point, uh, he's cleaning the pool or something, and um, he's kind of like rambling and um, like Gina or uh, someone I can't really remember uh, isn't paying attention to him. And they're like, wait, what? And he goes, oh, nothing. I'm just on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Which he's, then, he's which then, really I'm good. totally gonna use that. Which he's, then Gina Davis steals later when she, when she's like trying to sneak the aliens in places, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" And she's like, ah, "I'm on drugs. <laughs> Don't worry about yeah. it." I'm like that is very good. Yes, yes, yes. It's it's so funny. It's so good. And uh, this is this is an excuse that I think people, more people need to use in everyday. Whether or not you're he's on like, drugs, like, start you're, using it. He's doing that yeah, like I don't care if you're on drugs. That like not. surfer dude character, and, and I want to say he's doing it for the first time. Like like that yeah. that was the first time that was yes. like a caricature character. <laughs> yeah, he was excellent. Yes. Also, the B fifty twos. There's a B fifty two song in oh, this. Oh yeah, dude. The music of this movie is, is fucking yeah. sick. This, it's great. This, so one of one of the things that gives it Star Wars points on our show, oftentimes, Marie, is if it has good music. Because, of course, Star Wars has, like, iconic music. And this movie, I think, like, in the music category, gets, like, a 9 or 10 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> like... Just killer songs. I, I didn't take sure. a lot I didn't take a lot of notes and most of them were about how this was the Grinch and that Jim Carrey was doing too much. But I did take a note and I wonder if you guys remember this. Do you do you remember whenever they're driving? I think it's to the beach, and it sort of pans, the camera the, the camera watches them turn uh, like on the highway, and then it sort of pans to a children's store for for like a second. And then it goes away and it makes it seem like that's the next place we're going or the next setting, but then it doesn't go there. And then it immediately just goes back to the, do you guys remember that? No, I don't. Because it's very weird. It's very I, strange. I don't remember it. And it, I mainly don't remember it because, um, because that scene had a lot of um, driving like wrong way oh my God. on the highway yeah. driving to it, uh, which very much triggers me because yeah. uh, I don't know if you've seen the documentary There's Something Wrong with Aunt Diane mm -mm. but um, it's a documentary on HBO and it's about this woman um, who accidentally like kills not only herself but a bunch of kids in the car wrong way driving down the highway for like five miles oh, or geez. something it is insane and it is insanely dark and sad yeah. and bad and like you literally see the dead bodies Oof. that got like just ejected from the car oh. it is so dark and i i just can't watch wrong way driving anymore mm. there's also <laughs> wrong way down the highway driving in uh finding dory oh yeah. of course i thought you were going to <laughs> say the matrix reloaded <laughs> Well, I haven't seen me just reloaded. Maybe I should for I Live Trash. Um, but in Finding Dory, there's a similar scene. I was just like, oh, oh, no. no. I can't, I can't, oh I can't watch God. Dory. That's right. Dory so, drives yeah, the I car. It's like a whale or something. Oh, yes. I haven't, I haven't seen Finding Dory. And the fact, the fact that they're on a highway ever in Finding Dory is making me wonder what that movie is. Because I never ended up seeing it. This, this movie does do a lot of that where, like, the thing, there, there's, there's a handful of things that could have only been done once and that would have been enough for the joke, which is a pretty Star Wars-y thing. Pretty Star Wars. Pretty <laughs> Especially Star Wars. the prequels. Um, I, someone, uh, oh, it was Marie, you said the, the you're on drugs thing is something you're going to start saying. Oh, yeah. I, there was one line that I want to start saying in regular life, too, which is 
when the doctor boyfriend like comes in and sees the aliens, the Jim Carrey one goes, how's it hanging, Mr. Dude? <laughs> and, and the the guy was like, doctor. And he goes, which of course, like, that's your response? Yeah. But he says, doctor. And he goes, oh, sorry, doctor dude. And then they all start <laughs> calling him doctor dude. I, I want to start saying Mr. Dude and Dr. Dude all the time. All the time. All the time. <laughs> my, one, one of my favorite lines was at the end when Gina Davis, when the aliens are leaving and Gina goes to the Jim Carrey alien and she says, oh, whatever your name is, I think I'll miss you least of all. And I just <laughs> really liked that a lot. The opposite of the like scarecrow yeah. line. In, uh... Because he was the worst one. Yeah. He was so it absolutely makes sense that he she was... would miss him least of all. Yeah, he was insane um I, so <laughs> absolutely I unhinged unhinged behavior from jim carrey alien uh but i think we got to talk about the meat and potatoes of this movie which is gina davis and jeff yes. goldblum fucking yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. right because it's... there's like a there's like an orb <laughs> that yeah. happens oh. um and but then also afterward, she goes to her bedside table mm-hmm. and <laughs> takes a pill bottle, like a pill bottle, and just like oh, yeah. glug, 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 downs them, and it says birth control on yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And me, as a woman watching that scene, I'm like, "Holy shit! This woman just OD'd." On- yeah. We, we watched that and had the same thought. We were like, just... that's not how that works. <laughs> no, that's not, not how birth control works. But that's so funny because I had the same reaction. Charlie was like, oh no, back in the day, you could take a bunch as a morning after pill, which led me to believe she just let an alien finish inside her absolutely is what yeah, she did which is either either interpretation is incredibly unsettling yeah he came inside her and she was just like eh. she's and like, then she had a crazy nightmare dream yeah and she, yeah, yeah she had a very that's, scary that's dream stylized horror film that happens in her dream is very yeah, right <laughs> It's so weird. So we, I'm realizing now we are about due for our, our midway through break. Um, is there any other thing that we should get in here before we go to the, the Sarlacc pit? Um, I do want to spend a little more time talking about uh, just Jeff Goldblum, have, Jeff Goldblum? Goldblum, Goldblum having sex. Because mm-hmm. uh, I do think it is the linchpin of this. Yeah. And I also want to say every time I see Jim Davis in this era, I'm like, wow, it's the most beautiful woman in the entire world. Uh, oh s- same with like uh, Lee of their own. I'm just like, wow, what an incredibly, uh, you know, amazing, just, just like a, just like the platonic, uh, j- just I, Gina Davis. If you're out there, what I'm saying is, call me. Uh, <laughs> listen to the show. I'd love to take you out doing to do some archery. Uh, <laughs> do you guys remember how she was gonna do? How she was like on the Olympic. Yeah, she almost qualified for the Olympics in archery. For no, real? I had oh. no clue that she was an archer. Yeah, yeah, I learned that in Reader's Digest. Um, what back in the day? <laughs> That's it's one shocking that you read Reader's Digest, <laughs> and two. <laughs> That's that fact is just shocking. You know how before phones there would be like little magazines next to mm-hmm. your toilet. Mm-hmm. You know your family would keep like a yeah. maybe a magazine or like an Archie comics or something next to the toilet. 
Mm-hmm. Well, we had about a year's worth of Reader's Digest um, <laughs> that were just next to the toilet. And so I read pretty much all of them cover to cover at various points. What, and with there all was your one toilet about outings. Days. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is before I... All your steamy dump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I didn't know I was allergic to milk or tomatoes at this point. And so I was eating a lot of Mexican food, <laughs> a lot of spaghetti. And so spending hours a day. Reading about Gina Davis's just... archery career. Reading about Gina Davis's archery, reading the jokes, uh, hu- humor in uniform, laughter is the best medicine, oh, sure. you know, uh, lots of really great joke sections in Reader's Digest. I'll have to send you guys a picture of Gina Davis arching arching when when you take that picture can you do it like sitting down with your pants around your ankles <laughs> yeah in order for, in order for you to get to the right the feel full, of it. yeah the full experience <laughs> i want to feel like i'm in your yeah, POV. I get really there yeah <laughs> um okay we should go to the break and then we'll come back and play a game yeah all right fine and you can find that uh that article uh <laughs> I wonder if we can find the article. Reader's Digest. Okay, here okay, we go. Okay, so we're go. going to a Sarlacc? Yeah. We're going to a Sarlacc? Jump in the pit with us. Whee! Oh, my God. We love you, and may the merch be with you. That's right. Hello, Hizmiz listeners. It's Josiah. And, and Mike. Mike here in the ad break to talk to you about our merch. We sometimes mention it at the end of a show. But we have merch. We've got several cool designs on our T Public store that you could get on a shirt, a sticker, a mug, whatever you want. Mike, what are some of those designs? Oh, we got Star Wars' Chili, the classic Skyline Chili logo reappropriated to our show. We got just straight up Hasui. We've got the logo for the podcast. There's a lot of designs. And we're always making new ones. They're always cooking in our brains. So go to our social media, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Uh, go to the link in the bios there because that'll take you straight to the House Star Wars is a store on Public. And it helps support the show. That's right. B- Bye, Bye, babies. How Star Wars is it? And we're mad. We're Mac. Because that's the Jeff Goldblum alien's name. And we're back. Um, Okay. And we're back. Ladies and germs, I have the game this week. And um, I... I um I actually stole this game from the Doug Loves Movies podcast because they play it on there uh sometimes. And uh it's called the IMDB game. <sighs> um I can't remember exactly how it works, so it might my description of it and my <laughs> rules might be just a little different. Um but so I have I have the the top six top build cast from earth girls are easy it it may be that we just do four uh uh, or even fewer depending on time here but um and and i pulled up their imdbs and there's a section on every actor's imdb that it's like the top four projects they're most known for and that's just like what imdb says like there's there's no way of knowing what that is i think part of the metric factors in like, did they win an award for it? And like, also if the movie's just like super famous, but it's whatever their weird metric is. Um, so for example, Tom Hanks is known for Castaway, Big, Forrest Gump, and Apollo 13. Oh, is Marie sometimes- taking notes? I feel like she's cheating. What's yeah, that? I'm trying to take notes. Uh, nothing. Oh, okay. I am uh, trying to um, just like start thinking off the top of my head. Yeah. So, um, 
that's you can do that while I continue. Because um, I, no, I am the not going to take notes because I can't find my <laughs> pad and paper. So keep going. Um, okay. Mike. So um, sometimes they're weird. Sometimes they're TV shows. Um, let's see. So what we're going to do? We're going to alternate turns. We'll start with Marie. I'll give you the name of the actor. And because you're trying to guess the top four things, you have four guesses of projects that actor did, and you want to try to get all four. Um, for every one you get, you'll get a point. And then if there are any holes left in that top four, like say, Marie, you guessed three out of four, there's one more left. Josiah, you will get four guesses to guess that one. <laughs> oh, okay. Sure, sure, sure. So or we can wait, steal no, a you know bit. what I'm going to say? You're going to get the amount of correct answers the, pers- the person got to guess the remaining ones. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then, so that's that's basically the whole thing. So, we're going to start with number one is Gina Davis, and that goes to Marie. Marie, you need to name, what are the four things Gina Davis is most known for? Mm-hmm. Um, Thelma and Louise, mm. A League of Their Own, uh, the... TV show where she's like a uh, woman. Yeah, she's the second. She becomes. <laughs> well, she, she becomes the first female president. Oh, yeah, Madam yeah, Secretary. Yeah. No, no, it's not Madam Secretary. Or, What's it called? Or Madam President. Madam President. What's it called? Uh, Mrs. President. Madam President. Uh, it, it's maybe um, one of those. I'll accept that as the answer, and whether or not it's correct, we'll we'll see. And um, and, and one more guess. Beetlejuice. Okay. Um, as it turns out, you got two of those correct. Okay. Of the top four or whatever. So Josiah, you get two guesses to guess the remaining two. Wait, do I get to know? Oh yeah, I suppose I should tell you which ones were correct. A League of Their Own and Thelma and Louise were both correct. Okay. Uh, she isn't most known for Beetlejuice. Yeah, that seems wild. Uh, yeah, let's see. You know, what about this? Is all according to IMDb, which is you know. I was looking weird. at her stuff earlier, remembering what she was in. I'm going to say Stuart Little. She was the mom in Stuart Little. Oh God! A- and I forgot about that. Maybe the thing. What is the one that she won? The thing that she won the Oscar for. I was looking up earlier. Was it's called like the Accidental Tourist, or so maybe maybe the Accidental Tourist, maybe. Um. So you got zero points there. Great. It, the the remaining two were the Long Kiss Goodnight. And the fly. Oh, I was almost gonna say the fly because that's oh. where she and Jeff Goldblum worked together for the first time. Right. Oh. Um, um, so Marie got two points there, and the possession now shifts to Josiah. Number two on the call sheet, Jeff Goldblum. You have four guesses for the top four. Okay, this one seems like a sh- okay. I'm gonna say uh, Jurassic Park and Independence Day. Uh, I'll say the fly. And gosh, what I mean, what else was one of his big ones in the in the early days? Oh, I don't know what else it would be because I can't think of any other big franchise or like stuff that he was in around that time. So I'm gonna say uh, Earth Girls are easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so all of them but Earth Girls are easy were correct. So there's Yay. only one more on the board. Marie, you have three guesses to guess the remaining one. I don't even have three <laughs> that I can think of. Um, I'm going to say Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> I almost said that because I was like, he, he was in that. Um, and his, 
guest spot on Portlandia. <laughs> Do you have a third guess? No, I okay. cannot think of a single other thing he's been in. So weirdly, I would say at least one or two of those answers was more correct in my head than what it is. The remaining one was the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, which like okay. sure oh, he was shit. in, but is that what he's most known for? <laughs> no, yeah, right. Um, okay, so <laughs> Josiah now has three points. Marie has two, and it goes back to Marie. The third one on this list is Jim Carrey. Mm. Okay, I'm gonna. How say... do you even start? You know, right? Oh, right. Such a prolific career. Every movie um, is huge. <laughs> the Mask. Yeah. Uh, liar, liar. Mm. Um, Ace Ventura. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, and okay, I'm trying to decide. What did I just say? Okay, I'm trying to decide between. Okay, I'm gonna go with Ace Ventura. Okay. Which you said Ace Ventura you said twice. Liar, liar. Oh, wait, I did. The Mask and Ace Ventura. Um. Yeah, you have one more. The Grinch. Okay, you did get two. The Mask and Ace Ventura are, are on the top four. Wow, Grinch Josiah, is Josiah, you now have two to guess the remaining two. Okay, I'm going to say, I'm going to go in the opposite direction and do some of his dramatic work. I'm going to say Eternal Sunshine, The Spotless Mind, maybe. And then, what's the fucking movie where he's, what's the movie where he's Andy Kaufman? What's that called? Whatever the movie where he's Andy Kaufman. Um, so you got one correct there. Eternal Sunshine was in his top four, bizarrely. The the only one outstanding is Bruce Almighty. So just to run down <laughs> oh, that list shit. again, Bruce Almighty, Ace Ventura, Eternal Sunshine, and The Mask. Not The Truman Show, not Liar, 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 Liar would have been, I would have just guessed say, Liar, Liar four times. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Cable Guy. Yeah, yeah like sure. Next. There's so many fucking Jim Carrey vehicles. That, that, and better options. Yeah. So we are now tied. It's four to four, and it goes back to Josiah. Um, this will, let's see. No, we can keep going. Okay, this way you guys each get like a possession round. Um, yeah, and we can go a little long. It's a guest episode. It's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, So we have, we have a couple more after this one. But the next, the next person on the call sheet, Damon Wayans. Oh, okay. Uh, Major Pain. That's like the only Damon Wayans movie that I remember the name of. Uh, it could be TV. Sh it could be TV shows too, right? It can, yeah. Okay, in Living Color. Um, oh gosh, I know I'm. I know I'm. I know I'm missing like some huge ones, but I can't remember the names of those, those movies. Did he? Did he just? Was there the Wayne's Brothers show that was just the Wayne's Brothers show? There might have been. Uh, I feel like it was. What else was he in? Um, but I'm it, also is one of them being Damon Wayne's Jr.'s dad. Um. See, they don't have familial relations as filmography. Okay, well that is I am going to count that as one of my as one of my guesses because they do look exactly the same and I was thinking about that during the movie. And I was like, wow, he really was a chip off the old block. Um and there was some movie with Damon Wayne's and I think his brother Marlon Wayne's in which they're like a superhero duo, and I can't remember the name of that, but I'm going to say that's my last guess. Okay, you did get one in there, um, and it was being Damon Wayans Jr.'s dad. <laughs> no, Strange. it was not that. It was Major Pain. <laughs> yeah, okay, so, gotcha. uh, Marie, you... Okay, I guess my math doesn't really work here because because Josiah got one right. You have one guess to guess the remaining three, but that doesn't make sense. So you get three guesses. Give, give her yeah. three. Yeah. But I I only have one. I can, oh, okay. I can't. I'm really having a hard time thinking of other stuff. But I have a good one. 
Okay. White chicks. I, it should have been, right? The sure. the other three oh. were uh, Mo Money, The Last Boy Scout, and the TV show My Wife and Kids. Oh, I forgot he was the the guy in My Wife and Kids. Damn. I could. White that was a really deep pull. And if I yes, white <laughs> chicks should be there. <laughs> let's let's petition. Justice for white chicks. <laughs> I think I, I think I knew. I think if I like really gone into my mind palace i could have found my wife and kids like i could have gotten there but i i i didn't have um it. okay we're so wait is it five to four it i'm is winning five now? to four yeah we're switching back now boy this one there's this part in major pain hold on i guess this is the funniest thing it's maybe the funniest thing ever filmed there's this part in major pain where he's like he's like in the cafeteria and he's got like a coke can or something and the way he opens the can is he just like takes his finger and he goes oh <laughs> and just like yells and pushes down real quick into the can and it like opens the little spot, spot of it that you drink out of what <laughs> it's the like funniest the thing i think it's ever that's been the funniest thing ever filmed yeah it's the funniest thing it's funniest thing ever filmed you gotta see it. he's like oh <laughs> okay well we're gonna have to check in on that <laughs> guess the it's guess so josiah funny. hasn't seen a lot of comedy yeah, Josiah is literally <laughs> rolling on his floor laughing right now. So we're gonna have to take a little break. Guys, if you see if you see it, you'll you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, okay, because it's the funniest thing we're in the world. Back now to Maria's in, in control of the board. The next person on the list is Julie Brown. <laughs> um... <laughs> Guys, I just watched the video of him opening the can. It's really good. <laughs> um, uh, uh, I <sighs> she is. I can only think of one thing for her, and that's Shakes the Clown. And no other guesses? I have <laughs> never seen her beyond... Yeah, no, sure. I believe that film where she is, like, the, the girlfriend. I, I certainly haven't either. <laughs> um, okay, so you got none. <laughs> um, And this film. Oh, yes. Okay, so you got one, because that is okay. in her top four. <laughs> I have no other guesses because the only one okay. I know her from is Earth Girls Are Easy. And also Charlie's cassette tape when she was a kid. So the other three are the movie Medusa Dare to be Truthful. Mm. And then the movie Clueless. And then the TV show Clueless. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that she was in those. <laughs> Here, guys, real quick. Real She's quick. In just go Clueless? Ahead and, let's go ahead and watch that link I just sent you. Sent you. Real quick, it's only four seconds. It's very important. Mm, we're taking a moment to watch the video of Damon Wayans opening a Coke can. <laughs> or is it even Damon Wayans? It's just from that movie. I think it's Damon Wayans. Yeah, it's Major Pain. If I'm not fucking crying. <laughs> Hang on, it is good. It is really good. I'm just going to watch it. <laughs> I, I watched it. <laughs> it's just three seconds long. It's great. <laughs> It is funny. <laughs> Everyone Google Major Pain opening a can. It's very funny. And I will, it's the funniest thing ever on film. It, it's, is what is I said it earlier. Amusing? <laughs> is it amusing? Yes. Uh, is it the funniest thing <laughs> it, I've ever seen in the world? Uh, 
absolutely not. Also, yes. I, Josiah, I think I think your brain broke. I think your brain is <laughs> well, broke. Well, fucking got him. <laughs> it might it might it may have been that I saw it at a formative age with friends and we yes. referenced it a bunch after that. And also uh it's just good. Everyone Google it, it's very funny. Um okay, our number six and final cast member on our game is the aforementioned Michael McKeon. Oh. And Josiah, turn, it's right? your turn, yes. Well, this will be easier because I just found out that he was in all those Christopher Guest movies. So I'm going to say this is Spinal Tap. Uh, maybe Best in Show. And we'll say Waiting for Guffman while we're at it. While I'm listing Christopher Guest movies. Uh-huh. And then um, I can't think of any other ones right now. And I know there's more, I think. And I don't know what they are. So I'm going to say Earth Girls Are Easy. So you got This Is Spinal Tap. And you're right that he is in Best in Show. But that wasn't in the list. Gotcha. Um, there are three remaining movies. And Marie, you have three guesses to And steal. if she gets two right, then she beats me, I think. Uh, yes, that's correct. Um, or no, if she gets two right, she ties I'm going to say Kids in the Hall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get two more or three more? Two more. A Mighty Wind, and um, Laverne and Shirley. Mm. Oh, that's right. So A Mighty Wind was correct of those three, um, and there are two remaining. Now, I, I am doing my tabulations here. Two, four, five, six, three, four, five, six. You guys both have six points, and it's there are true. two remaining um, titles on Michael McKeon. So for the tiebreaker... Um, you guys can each guess one guess. Who wants to go first? Marie, since you're the guest, you get to go first. <laughs> There's one more Michael okay. McKeon title. That first you of all, guess. it's it's fucked up that Kids in the Hall is not. It's <laughs> honestly <laughs> fucked up, and we need to petition IMDb again. <laughs> it's really fucked up. Um, we'll go dang, to change.org go and get something figured uh, out. <laughs> I truly have. I don't One know anything else he's, he's in. So, like Marie, this is your. This is yours to lose. <laughs> that he's known for. It also could be maybe our first ever tie on this show. And it might not, be. Is it another Christopher Guest film? No. Oh. I'll give you even another hint. There is two. There are two titles remaining. One is a TV show, and one is a movie. Interesting. 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 Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I haven't a, the slightest. Me neither. If the TV Great. show isn't Laverne and Shirley, I I don't know. <laughs> so should we go to like the seventh person and then like whichever person gets the number one title, <laughs> or do we just say it's a tie? Just, and I, I mean, tell you, know you what? Honestly, you can just give it to I'm, Josiah. <laughs> no, I want to give it to. I, I want to give mean, it to. I mean, he Marie. did introduce us to that Coke can thing. <laughs> No, here's here's what I want. Uh, I will let Marie have the win if she will admit that Major Payne opening the can is very very funny, and that it's the funniest thing. I will. Ever. I don't want the win if that's the cost. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I didn't realize we were gonna get into like a standoff kind of situation. Okay, here's here's what. I, okay, here's here's my new offer. I will let. <laughs> I'll go down. I'll go down with the ship. No, Marie can have the win. I don't want it. I uh, I always lose to guests on this show in all the games, and yeah, um, yeah. it just feels right that I lose. It doesn't feel right to win against a guest. So I think so Marie wins. So just for fun, the other two titles Michael McKeon is best known for are 
Better Call Saul. I think he's Saul's like Whoa. brother in that. Interesting. I, I haven't watched that in a long time. I watched the first season a long time ago. And then the other one, guys, he's Mr. Green in Clue. <gasps> really? Oh. I didn't Dude, know. That's that so fun. That movie is That's such a good chock movie. full of fucking stars. <laughs> it's true. So good. So good. I wanna Indeed. I want to um have been in the movie Clue. Yeah. Like that seems like the funnest thing to have ever shot on film. Like it, it seems very like Wet Hot American Summer, where it's just like the biggest comedy stars of the day, like just spent like a couple of weeks in a mansion shooting a movie together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I want to have been in it too. And I think we should make a petition for that as well. And we should all get to be in clue. So um that was the IMDb game, and I guess like uh, unofficially, we're saying Marie won because she held her ground that the major pain Coke can thing was amusing at best. <laughs> Which honestly, Marie, respect for sticking to your guns. Uh, everyone, please do Google major pain opening a can. It's a three second long video, and it's great. <laughs> I wish we did have like a second longer to like let it breathe. Well, there's a longer version that is. Uh, a, a worse quality that you can find, but that one had, was very clear, so you can see him actually opening the can. <laughs> Listeners, tweet at us if you think that I'm right and that Major Payne opening a can is the funniest thing ever to be put on film. Yeah. <laughs> and retweet me if you think that the can is mildly amusing, but not really the most hilarious yeah. thing you've ever seen. Like, like, yeah. like, like it if you if you think I'm right, and retweet if you think Marie's right. <laughs> And, uh, and either uh, way, give us a five star. Retweet and at me. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> and tweet um, at Major Pain. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so, what other what other notes and thoughts do we have on this movie before we wrap up with any final Star Wars thoughts? Uh, I'm I ready think to I talk have about none. Star Wars. Yeah, I think thoughts. all my all my notes. I've, I I didn't take a lot of notes. I think the the biggest note I have re Star Wars is it's very holiday special. It's like a fever dream. Yeah. It's a mad trip of a movie and it's very fun. Yeah. There's some dark stuff that takes place when they go to a gas station with Michael McKeon. Oh my God. But honestly, I don't even really want to talk about it. It's, it's weird. It, that, that part <laughs> I is strange. I don't really want to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. The like gun. Is there a gun? There's a gun. It's, it's like before... a toy. There's a gun and it's planted on like Damon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's There's just. A... It's before toy guns had to have, I think, the orange the, like, thing on the end. Cap, and so they yeah. accidentally hold up a, a convenience store gas station. It's very strange. And there's like a uh, – the, the woman who's dressed ostentatiously and has very large implants, Is she? are we supposed to know who she is? I think in 1988 no, just a we were supposed to know. Like, I think yeah, she... it felt like, it, yeah, it felt like if I had seen the movie, then I'd been like, oh, so-and-so. But in watching yeah. it, I was like, I feel like I'm supposed to know who this is. And I just know – I don't. But she is yeah. absolutely – I don't crazy. know. I don't know who she was, but she's um she's a queen. queen. She's an icon. Yeah. She's the moment. You can't um, help but stand. Absolutely. <laughs> she was everything she's a to me. Whole in ass that, vibe. The vibes. Oh yeah, a vibe for sure. <laughs> That's honestly the vibe I'm looking to achieve this summer. Yeah, hot. If, if you want to, if you want a hot girl summer, go watch Earth Girls Are Easy. Yeah. And just like take it in, because that'll be that is yeah. the vibe. So the here's here's a Star Wars thought I'm having. The Star Wars movies have weird titles that don't necessarily make any sense, and I would argue that 
this movie does not do a whole lot of legwork to prove or disprove the idea that, in fact, Earth girls are easy. <laughs> sure, sure. I would agree with that. Yeah. They, they mention that. it, but, like, we don't see a lot of, like, sluttiness. <laughs> the gals in the club are not really dressed very slutty, but... No. Um, right. They want that Jim Carrey tongue. That's true. Action. Well, the only and so. the only one of them that does get to seal the deal, as it were, with an Earth girl is Jeff Goldblum. And between them, it's love. Like we know that it is love. Right. He says, "I'm am I Mister Right?" And she's like, yeah. "I think so." And so we don't really we do see some making out, some some hardcore dancing, but like everyone in the club is doing that, and all they're all like human human men and women are doing that. And so, yeah, the the thesis of the film: human men and women. <laughs> yeah, and and some alien men, I uh -huh. guess. Um, also, do you remember the part where she's like, "We might not even have the same," and then she looks down at like presumably Jeff oh. Goldblum's just dick. fantastic dick. <laughs> yeah, which, and is like, which, okay, that way, won't be a problem. Julie Brown would have probably shaved that too. <laughs> <laughs> just a <laughs> there's just a mega dong down there, fully shaved. <laughs> I mean, we know they were wearing that weird codpiece, and there's probably right. a reason, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What if it was still just the codpiece? Um, Everything else was shaved. The space diaper <laughs> was covering up their massive... Yeah. Also, <laughs> alien dong. dong. Charlie mentioned something funny. It's like, I think at one point you see Damon Wayne's uh, like underarm hair like when he's dancing, and it's like, why did she leave that hair? Like, she shaved... <laughs> All the body hair and was like, no, and no, no. And why wasn't it yellow or red or whatever? <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> yeah, why wasn't it blue? Yeah, yeah. That would have been a great detail if they were Did, like. Once they took off Jeff Goldblum's like codpiece diaper and of course all of his hair, did he have blue pubes? Yeah. Does the carpet <laughs> match the drapes? Yes. <laughs> The answer is yes. Dude, this movie was, I had a blast. I, In fact, when we started watching it, um, I remembered it was one that, like, to this day, I remember one of my parents, uh, maybe both of them, saying the only time we ever went to a movie and walked out was Earth Girls Are Easy. <laughs> and I was always, it just always was in my head of like, oh, at some point I need to see that movie. And, like, yeah. it's it's weirdly, like, That's been so a presence in my life. Not that, like, I knew anything about it. It, but this is one of those movies that I feel like I knew existed. Like I'd heard the name, right? It's one of those right. where it's like, you know, it's a cult classic. You're like aware of its existence, but I truly had no idea what it was. And I also it, like, is it, it's kind of bad movie status, but yeah. it's also cult class. It was fun though. It's not a bad movie where you're watching. You're like, oh, this sucks. The whole right. time if, I was like, this, this is insane. If this podcast were how Rocky Horror pod or how Rocky Horror Picture Show is it, this would get yeah. a very high score. It's got it has those like vibes. The yeah, same I would agree. Vibe. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely has those vibes. As far as Star Wars stuff goes, I think it is science fiction. So that's like very rarely do we actually right. cover something that is science fiction. So that's going to give it a higher rating. Furry aliens, great songs. Mm -hmm. I will it's say, got hot people. Oh, damsel in distress mm -hmm. aspect. Yes, sneaking around. Yes, they do mm -hmm. some sneaking around. She has they have to, to look, hide the to aliens at people. first. You know what I will yeah, say? A lot this of is mega points against it being Star Wars. It is like kind of horny, and Star Wars is very oh. sexless. <laughs> I would go so far as to say very horny. <laughs> Super horny. Yeah, um, as someone who lives alone. <laughs> in the middle of the pandemic, I haven't had sex in over a year. 
a lot of stuff is in me the hornies that shouldn't um <laughs> did blonde jim carrey do it for you because it really did it for my girlfriend uh-huh. every honestly like it, all the guys blonde jim carrey Gina davis um Jeff Goldblum, Damon Wayans, um, the guy in the club that Damon dances against. The like dance off uh, guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Michael McKeon. I'm I'm horned up for all of them. <laughs> I'd fuck any yeah. one of them. Julie, even Dr. Dude? Even Dr. Yes. Dude, I'd fuck him. I'd even doc I'd even fuck the friend in the gym that he's talking to. Yeah. I'm so sexually frustrated. That I, yeah, would, if, I, I, I think I think that's a great a great point about this movie. If you want to be sexually frustrated, watch Earth Girls Are Easy because uh-huh. that is absolutely <laughs> something you will walk away being like, "What's going on down there?" I feel yeah. very attracted <laughs> to everything right now. Uh-huh. It's very horny. Which, to Mike's point, Star Wars is absolutely the least horny thing in the world. Yeah. Um, Until, Marie, you, um, you mentioned the, having like watched a lot of Star Wars recently, I think, right? Yes, that's true. Like, um, we're, what, so, A, tell us that story, and B, what other like things come to mind when you think of relating the, this movie to all of that? Um, so I watched all the Star Wars movies like right before lockdown. Mm. And um, uh-huh. some of my closest friends and colleagues got pissed at me because um, <laughs> I have Disney Plus. So, like, I just went to the app and I was like, cool, I'm sure. going to watch all of Star Wars. So I started with um, the, like, first prequel. Uh-huh. So I was, uh-huh. like, going one through. Sure. What is it? Chronological. No, yeah, nine? one through nine. Yeah. You went in the number order. Yeah. Yeah, I went in the number order, and the, and then I told a few people this, and they got pissed. <laughs> boy, oh boy, did they get mad at me. Uh-huh. And they were like, why didn't you start with New Hope? And I was like, well, I just followed the order that was on right. Disney+. Plus. Totally. Um, but so I've seen them all. I've seen um, Solo and Rogue One. I really enjoy the like side stories. Sure. Um, uh-huh. The prequels are bad. Yes. Those, those are trash. Yes. I <laughs> should maybe do those as part of my podcast um, at uh-huh. some point. I, by the time I got to New Hope, I was so fucking sick of Death Stars. <laughs> <laughs> I I wanted to punt a Death Star into 20 galaxies away. I couldn't stand uh-huh. Death Stars anymore. Uh, and I still can't. And I'm I'm thankful that there weren't <laughs> there wasn't a single inkling of a Death Star in uh-huh. uh, Earth Girls were easy, but um yeah. Yeah, I was sick of Death Stars. Um the prequels were bad. Uh I found a lot of shocking racism in the prequels that I wasn't uh-huh. expecting. Yeah. Um, Classic. The fact that Jar Jar exists. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, period, full stop. Bad. Um, I would this is say- great that this is coming out around the time that we, we, just, we just revisited Phantom Menace and we've talked about some of the stuff you're talking about. Yeah. And I just watched Phantom Menace for the first time in a long time and I had that same feeling of like, wow, it's 1999 and George Lucas was really like, you know what Star Wars needs more of? Really just racial stereotype like, accents and blissfully stuff. Blissfully ignorant racism. Yeah. <laughs> I, a majority of the time, I can't fucking understand what Jar Jar is saying. 
I wish no. there were. I wish there were like the su- like the alien subtitle yeah, right. for him. Because right. I don't yeah. have a yeah. goddamn clue. Um, that was a thing that made me laugh in this movie. Was at one point, you know, like they they subtitled the the Earth Girls Are Easy aliens throughout the movie when they speak in their alien language, and at one point. I think it was Damon Wayans and Jim Carrey like s- said something in their language and it translated to just shit. <laughs> Did you guys? Like, that's funny. It's also fun the way they were doing the alien language was they were just talking backwards. Like it's just every word was just, I don't know if you guys uh, noticed that, but every word was, they were saying the, I don't know if they literally went in and recorded them saying it forwards and then reversed it but every word was just the how you would pronounce it backwards that's funny yeah it was cool i didn't notice that um how astute of you josiah Uh (laughs) thank you it's probably because i've been thinking a lot about the uh put your thing put that thing down flip and reverse it uh sure and how if you reverse that you know it's the thing anyways continue marie star wars (laughs) you Um, watched all the stars yeah i really like what do we call the stuff that comes after uh (laughs) new hope sequel trilogy you've got the original trilogy which is like the first three prequels and then they normally it's like the sequels or sequel the sequels or okay mm-hmm. um i mean i find the sequels to be quite sexual oh sure. there is There's definitely a, lot of a little bit tension. more chemistry in the yeah we yeah, got to, yeah. we get to see kylo ren's tall pants yeah, between daisy ridley and yeah kylo mm-hmm. ren yeah that's true yeah the, the, it, it's bordering on horny in The Last Jedi. They're yeah. like mind connection they have. But that's about as horny yes. as Star Wars ever gets. <laughs> yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any other... I think we've covered most of the Star Wars thoughts I have. I mean, okay, Ways It's Which, it's not Star Wars. It's a comedy forward thing. It is a musical. Yes. Like, they burst into song. But yes. it's also not a musical. It's it, it did take place a long time ago, but not mm-hmm. in a galaxy far, far away. Sure. And at the time of its release, it was not a long time ago. <laughs> I would also say that Star Wars takes itself very seriously. Yes. And this movie does not take itself seriously at all. <laughs> right. It knows exactly what it's doing. It's having a ball. It's having some laughs. Yeah. It's uh it's uh forcing <laughs> rainbow orgasms onto co- two cops in a car. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's having a ball. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, it's a f- 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 Listeners, do yourself a favor, and if you have HBO Max, you can watch it, because it's randomly on there. But this one was really fun. It's a fun watch. It, I, I, it is one that I would say, yes, you should go watch this. Yeah. Like. It's worth it. It's worth it. You should take a smidge too many edibles. Yeah. And <laughs> just pop this on. You'll, yeah. you'll have a blast. <laughs> you'll, you'll, and if you don't take edibles, you might feel like you're on them while watching. And don't worry, that's just <laughs> how the movie is. You'll be like, what's going on? And that is intended. That's what it's yeah. wants. Yeah, you you're going to think that you're inside the spaceship that has uh, Doctor Who slash Harry Potter tent. Yeah, you're going to feel just like you shrunk down and you're in a swimming pool. <laughs> it was there that just to talk about that again for a split a little bit. Like when it comes and lands, Charlie and I, Charlie and I were both like, "Why does it look so small?" Because we were thinking like, "Oh, it's far away, right?" The effect is that it's far away. Yes, but then right. it just wasn't. <laughs> it was just right. like it still just was kind of small. It was just kind of <laughs> small, and then got a little bigger. And I was like, "That was such a confusing effect yeah. to see," because I couldn't tell what was happening. Yeah, I I guess what when I brought that up way like an hour ago, I I guess what I meant is. If they were going to be small, they should have been small. But yeah. they were, like, scaled down to, like, 
point nine per like you know yeah. like they were just like ninety percent as big as they should have been. <laughs> it's very weird. Uh, do we have a- the aspect ratio? Yeah, of yeah. Them is yeah. Off. yeah, yeah. They do- were like full screen, and the world was widescreen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any other Star Wars thoughts before we try to give this bad boy a rating? I don't think so. I think I can probably give it a score. So we we uh, we give it a score of one to ten, Marie. Of how Star Wars it is, and and the um the the unit of measure we use is different every episode. You get to pick your own unit of measure measure measure. So and like, it's based on uh, whatever it's oh, based okay. on the property that we're reviewing. So yeah, right. So like for me, I think my unit of measure is going to be fish tank fish that yeah. aliens eat. <laughs> Absolutely. Mine so is out of ten be, of those. Let me see. Mine's gonna be strange strange pool toy animals oh my god that like iguana yeah (laughs) also the split second when gina davis looks out and she thinks she's on another planet or something because of the iguana also when she swam down there and hit her head (laughs) on the glass does she a bird is she a bird like trying to like what why did she hit her head on that was so why why (laughs) So weird. she's like, hey, there's another Gina Davis. You know, is is Gina Davis's character dumb? Yeah, like she, she seems is. pretty fucking yeah. stupid. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's real fucking dumb. And she relates everything to not just where they are in LA, but uh-huh. just literally the valley. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. The valley. Everything no, is the we're valley. In the valley. Like, you're so lucky you you landed in the valley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This yeah, this movie is a uh, triumph for bimbos everywhere, and I really need bimbo TikTok to find it, and I have no way to make that happen. But I'm just putting it out in the universe. Yeah. Like bimbos, it's a triumph for bimbos and himbos. Absolutely, everywhere. thank sure. you so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, maybe maybe thimbos because uh, who knows what what the aliens are? We don't know, but they do they do. Uh, they, they, j- there is some absolute himbo uh, presenting in this. This movie, movie for sure. is bimbo and himbo akimbo. <laughs> And that's Snaps gonna be put that, that on. We'll the, be right back. Yeah, put that on the. <laughs> so your your unit of measure is pool toys. Yes. So Marie, what Marie, what will your rating be? Um, my unit of measure. So I'm gonna do this on a scale. Sure. Sure. I'm gonna do this on a scale. It's a little different than what uh you said the rating oh, was. Okay. Um. So on a scale of um makeover technology being the low yeah. end, <laughs> and um. Hologram technology being the high, <laughs> the Star Wars end. Sure. I would give this a, um, a solid, uh, um, I would give this a BB7. <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> that's perfect. That's, that's correct. And now it's going to be yeah. hard. Now it's going to be interesting for me and Mike to figure out a w- way to quantify you know that into a one yeah, to no, ten. I like that scale a lot. <laughs> yeah, and I think we should probably start doing that more often of being a little more like a spectrum. Yeah, what does it feel like? But uh, I think, yeah. Mike, I'm going to give it like a maybe like four pool animals, maybe or is oh, that, I see. Maybe because because it's because it's science fiction, maybe a four. Yeah, because it is like science fictiony and campy, but. It is definitely like silly, but it's a little too horny. Maybe I'll go down to a three. I don't know. I don't know, like, cause my brain was at like a five out of ten. Oh, then I'll stay at a four, <laughs> and you go to five. 
Okay. <laughs> and also so BB7. It's either a four or a five or BB7 on the BB scale 7. of makeover technology to yeah. hologram technology. Yeah. <laughs> so there you have it, folks. We uh, <laughs> the definitive review. Uh, 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 what's his face? Roger Ebert oh, gave right. it three stars, <laughs> and we gave it. Uh, what we just said. Can you believe Roger Ebert gave it three stars? I was like That's impressed. So insane. Like I was like, wow. It seems this seems like the kind of movie he'd be like. It was pure garbage. Yeah. But uh, no, he he gave it three stars. Anyway, uh, it was I, a lot of fun. Should we try? Should we wrap up? Is it about that time? Yeah. It is yeah. Time. Do you want us on the internet? Because if you do, you can find us at How Star Wars Is It on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, where I don't post anything anymore because it tired <laughs> right. me out. And um, you can email us at agoodpodcast at gmail.com. Right. And you can give us a five-star friggin' review if please. it wouldn't hurt. And if, it, and if it does hurt, do it anyway. Play yeah. through the pain. Push through it. And Marie. And Marie, what do you have to plug? Uh, you can listen to my podcast, I Love Trash, on whatever platform you get your podcasts from. Uh, and you can follow me on social media at Marie underscore Maloney on Twitter or at Marie Baloney on Instagram. That's fun. Yes, I'm very You're lucky that to... your last name rhymes with baloney. Have you ever thought about that? How lucky you are? <laughs> Every day I wake <laughs> good, up. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I open up my gratitude journal. I think yeah. that the, the gods old and new. <laughs> yeah, good. Uh, that I was named in a alliterative fashion. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah, you could definitely be like a superhero or like a journalist in a superhero comic. Yeah. Yeah. You date, I think you could date Superman I, for sure. I think I fucked up my career path, and uh, the next time around, I'll come back as a sure. journalist. A journalist. <laughs> a journalist in a comic book? Yeah, a journalist <laughs> in a comic book, yeah. Specifically. Right. Well, uh, um, Mike, do you have anything else, or should we just go ahead and you can, you can find our info in the show notes, see the stuff that oh, we're I'll working on. Oh, I'll show you guys this thing. I, I will have a video at some point soon, but I made yes. Cookie Monster as Marty McFly on a skateboard, and the skateboard is Marty McFly's skateboard. That, that freaking rules. <laughs> So that's coming soon that's awesome. to a YouTube near you. Um, but other than that, I think it is probably about time for Tubby Bye Bye. That's true. Well, then, Marie, we always finish by saying uh, we love you and may the fourth be with you. Uh, so if you want to say that with us, you can. Sure. Um, so like we always say, we love, love you, you and may, may the, the fourth, fourth be with you. Bye-bye. She's like a world-class archer. She had an Olympic run where she was going to be on the U.S. Olympic team. That is insane. Wait, was she training like while shooting a league of their own? No, I think that one is a... She's wearing a league of their own costume. But why? Uh, I, I, for some kind of promotional thing, I think. But it, this is like, like she's older in that picture, I think. Oh, so... She wasn't going to be on the archery team in the 80s when this movie was taking place. It was like after her career. It's yeah, she didn't take up archery until later. And she was like, she had, she almost was on the Olympic team in like the 90s or early thousands or something. Yeah, she was a semifinalist for the Olympic trials. So when people were like, man, whatever happened to Gina Davis? She was like so huge in the 80s and 90s. It's that she was pursuing a world class level archery career. <laughs>